Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 149 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And I just wanted to take a quick little moment here before we jump right into the episode to ask you that if you ever gotten anything of value out of this podcast, we've been doing this show for almost three years now, which is so incredible. I would love for you to help support our show by leaving us a quick review. If you are listening to us on Spotify, just go to the top and you can just leave a rating in there, hopefully a five-star rating. And if you're listening to the show in any other device or podcast player, all you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review and the link will take you to your favorite player and you can leave us a review there. We really appreciate your support. Now, back to today's episode. So today I bring you Marta Bodyfelt, which is a dating and relationship coach for women over 40. And this is a very important conversation. We go over some very important topics. If you are someone looking for love, either again or for the first time after 40. And we started by discussing what has changed in the dating scene, given the boom of online dating and all those apps but also best practices on how to stay safe when dating online. We all hear the stories. We've all seen the documentaries on Netflix. And it is a real problem when women are being scammed online in the dating scene. So Marta gives some really good advice in terms of ways to protect yourself and stay safe. She also talks about where to get started, right? So if you either left a long-term relationship, or you have not been in the dating scene for a while, it can be a little intimidating to even know where to start. So she gives really interesting advice on that topic as well. Uh, We talk about the three main mistakes to avoid when dating in midlife and beyond. And I also asked her her take on the concept of finding the one. And we have an interesting conversation on the topic as well. So this is value-packed, like I said, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. So let me properly introduce you to Marta. Marta Butterfelt is a dating and relationship coach for grown-ass women who want love, but would rather have a root canal than dating again. Since 2016, she has professionally coached and mentored hundreds of women using her unique dating DNA framework a powerful tool that shows women how to quickly stop their dating self-sabotage, get confident in their standards, and effortlessly attract and keep the love they desire. Marta also serves as an expert contributor to the Huffington Post, Elephant Journal, Psychology Today, and Thrive Global, where her advice regularly impacts over 10 million women. Without any further ado, here is Marta. Hi, Marta. Welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to have you join us today. Welcome. 
Thank you. And thank you so much, Juliana. I'm really excited to be here and speak with you and your incredible audience about confidence while dating at 40 and better. Yes, I love the 40 and better, by the way. And this is such a special conversation. I'm very actually excited to chat with you more about this. It's such an important topic. And I really resonate if you take on it, as our listeners will see. So let's jump right in. And let's start by you telling us, how do you define confidence? Yes. So for me, confidence, like the very basics is just this foundational of I am enough. And I know in our culture and whatnot, it's like, okay, you know, especially as, you know, as, as we age and we, we get wiser, I like to say as we get wiser, there's this kind of, well, you need to look a certain way. You need to be a certain weight. You need to be wearing a certain amount of clothes, especially as, you know, as, as, as professional women, you need to be making a certain amount of money, you know, every, every year, every month, and you need to be doing all of those things. And so we receive all this crazy messaging that really denigrates us. And so for me, that bedrock, that foundation of confidence, especially for dating is I am enough. And that true feeling and that true sense of you are worthy just for who you are. Yeah. And if you have that and you really, you really embrace that and you know that, Dating actually becomes so much easier, mm -hmm. even at 40 and beyond, and actually kind of fun. But confidence is just knowing I am enough as I am, and I derive my self-worth and my excellence from me and not from anybody else. Yeah, so beautiful, Martha, and so important specifically for this topic, right? Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. a lot of times when we place that barometer of enoughness outside of ourselves, like we can never measure up, and the true of the matter is that it's inside of us. So I, I mm -hmm. love that. And tell us a little bit, how did you even get into this field of helping women <laughs> date after 40? Tell us a little bit of the, you know, your story. Yeah. I mean, so it certainly was not a direct path when I was in high school. No guidance counselor was like, Hey, do you want to be, would you like to be a dating coach? I mean, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a child of the eighties and nineties. So that like literally did not happen, but, um, just kind of like a quick backstory with me is after, after university, I had, I had married and I was actually in the army in the United States army. Wow. And during that time, had a had kind of a tumultuous marriage um and also had a um had a medical like a medical situation so by the time i was 30 i was already divorced and i was already in a um um had to completely redo my completely pivot my career but as i got stronger with myself and kind of rediscovering who i was after almost 10 years of marriage what happened is i actually had a lot of friends come up to me who were going through divorce asking me for advice so much so that oh my gosh, maybe eight years ago, I actually started as a divorce coach and a divorce recovery mm. coach. But the thing about that is the incredible women who were my clients, who were all 40 and better, who were professional, who had everything on lock, didn't actually need help with divorce. They already knew all that. They were going out and building their confidence, doing hobbies, revisiting passions that they weren't able to do when they were married. But time and time again, it didn't matter the client. It didn't matter their divorce story. It didn't matter where they lived, where they worked, any of that. They kept asking me, Martha, I have literally not dated in 10 years, sometimes mm -hmm. 20 years, Juliana, sometimes 30 years. Yeah. And they said, I am I am terrified because I keep hearing I'm going to get scammed. Someone's going to take my money. Someone's yeah. going to catfish me. How do I date? I married my high school sweetheart or I married my college sweetheart. How do I date? And so much so that 
when that was happening, there was this other beautiful tandem that was going on in my life, which after 10 years of being, being divorced and all of that, I found love again. And I had made all the crazy mistakes and all the silliness. And so I knew what to avoid. And I ended up finding incredible love again. And so I took the leap right as I got married. We just celebrated mm-hmm. our one-year anniversary. Um, but I took the leap of women, incredible women, 40 and better, don't have the advice and don't have the guidance that they really deserve to find wonderful love at this stage in their life. And so it was just this very organic, beautiful mm. process. And it's brought me it's brought me here to be a, a, a dating coach for what I love to call grown-ass women. I love it. Such a fun story, but very powerful, powerful as well. And it's amazing how a lot of difficult things, right? Like you said, like your previous career and the divorce, yeah. which are monumental changes in life how they were almost like necessary pivots, right? To Absolutely. really shift your path. And I love Absolutely. to see like those good stories, you know, and what, you know, it all comes together. So I love it. And one thing that I wanted to ask you as well, that we chatted about this last time we connected mm-hmm. in terms like looking at my life as well. I've been with my husband for 17 years, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I've never ever had a dating profile in those apps or anything like that because it was not you know I met through mutual friends and so on so let's just say like you said for the women that have not been on the dating scene for 10 20 30 years Mm -hmm. what has changed would you say from the landscape of dating nowadays which I think leads to a lot of fear and uncertainty for the women wanting to put themselves out there more give us a little bit of an overview of what has changed absolutely so there is a lot of things that have changed, but honestly, a lot of things that have stayed the same. So um, what do I mean by that? That it is still very possible to go out and meet people organically. And when I work with my clients, we actually um, do these customized programs that are customized specifically for them to teach them if they don't want to do any online dating, where to meet and go out and make connections, really great organic connections with incredible men that do not involve any kind of online dating. So that is no new magic. That is what people have been doing for decades, that I'm going to go to places that I love, I'm going to go to places. So that is very much still the same. We tend to forget about it, though. We tend to forget that there's this whole brand new incredible world of actually dating in the wild, dating (laughs) in real life that has nothing to do with your phone. And you can still very much meet incredible, wonderful men at in places that make you feel comfortable and make you feel good. So that part has actually stayed the same. Mm-hmm. What has been a little bit different, though, I have noticed is I honestly think this is unfortunate, but this over-reliance and this over-dependence on dating online. Now, I like to say I don't have a problem with online dating. I've met when I was single really great guys who were who were online. I have friends who have started families with absolutely incredible men that they met online. However, I think what has changed, though, is as everything gets more streamlined and just things get faster and all of this kind of stuff in our culture, we then turn to, well, I use this phone to help me deliver food, to help me place orders or to, to get, you know, my, my new pair of, you know, Birkenstocks, but um, mm-hmm. why not just use it as well to meet somebody? So we have this over-reliance. I like to approach dating as a dating coach from kind of this idea of, expanding your dating portfolio that you would never invest all of your hard-earned money on on cryptocurrency what do you do you diversify but we don't do that and that's actually i think the biggest trend that i see the biggest difference between 
dating even like 10 years ago, Juliana, even 20 years ago to mm-hmm. now is unfortunately there is an over-reliance on dating with dating apps. And I, as a dating coach, I don't like that. Um, it's there, but I think if we can actually have kind of a healthier balance between dating. And so that is where I want dating to go mm-hmm. is just online dating is a tool. It is a piece of your pie, but it's not the whole pie. So definitely there are still things that stay the same, meeting people, doing things that you like, asking people that you like to connect you with other people. That is still very there, but we we have forgotten about that. Um, so that is, those are definitely kind of the differences that, that I see, but all of these things we can work with and become mm-hmm. successful and dating and finding and experiencing the love that you desire. Hey there. Have you heard of my new book, Release, A Woman's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife Through Becoming a Body's Best Friend? If not, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book or click the link in the show notes below to learn more and to see if this is the right book for you. I wrote this book for women to read before your next diet. And this is not a book about weight loss, another diet trend, or a magical solution you have not tried yet. This is instead a rebellion against hating our bodies and trying to change who we are. Together, we will release all that no longer serves you so you can get the body you want and make midlife the best and healthiest years of your life. I cannot wait for you to get the book. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book to learn more. Now back to the episode. Yeah, that's awesome. I like the idea of the diversification. Oh my gosh, Absolutely. Um, which I think is just like a, a very nice concept in the sense of anything we're doing in life, right? Now putting all our eggs in one basket. But I think there's such almost like this perception and that's kind of like the only way to go, which is absolutely not true. And I love mm-hmm. that you have this more organic <laughs> approach to it as well. For just a little bit more on the online side of things, for a lot mm-hmm. of the women that are afraid of doing that aspect of it, and like you mentioned, in terms of being scammed or catfish and yeah. all those things, are there best practices or things that you recommend avoid doing so that you don't, at least to prevent putting yourself in unsafe situations? Absolutely. And so the the number one thing I say to women is we as women, we actually have this incredible natural instinct that we have a sixth sense that that is just that is just how we are conditioned. However, society has tried to train us to not do that has tried to think, think with your head, think with your head, think with your head. And so that kind of gut that kind of primal kind of filter that has been around for for women for ages, we tend to kind of like shush it, we tend to say, Oh, don't listen to that. So bottom line, the best advice I can give if there are women who want to protect themselves, whether it's online dating, or even with setup is always tune into your gut. What is your gut telling you? Because your gut I have found in my experience, and I don't know about you, Juliana, but my gut has never lied to me. Yeah. And so it is always listening to your gut if you want to be safe. Usually, if you sense something that I like to call it your spidey sense, if you sense something seems weird, it's pro- go with that. Follow with that. Don't be like, oh, you're being too cynical. No, no, no. Just especially online. If you see somebody give you a picture, but their their language seems a little bit stilted. 
and there's a difference we obviously know um that is somebody maybe if english is not their first language um that is different than what we see as a chat bot yeah that if it seems and we i think women you know the women that we work with both you you and i work with that we have the pleasure of working with are brilliant they're confident yeah. they're smart so if you think it sounds weird if it doesn't sound right then then ask your friends for advice or but don't don't talk yourself out of something if it seems weird so that's a great way for protection and as well as we as women we we have a tribe we're social beautiful creatures don't be afraid to ask your friends hey i've met this guy online but i'm not sure um what do you think and have your friends weigh in and so yeah. i think that's always a good idea as well and then also if you're just really not sure you don't have to do this alone ask for help whether it's a friend who wants to help you know someone who's single who's tired who's you know you know maybe she's been married for you know married for 17 years and she's like oh you know i want to <laughs> let me let me have some fun let me take a look you can do that or if you're really unsure ask for help hire a dating coach hiring a matchmaker who can actually help you put those folks and make those actual matches who are vetted together. Yeah. So those are definitely, I think the three kind of biggest tips of advice I would ask if women are nervous is listen to your gut, ask for help, ask for things from your, from your, from your friends. If you want to have a way in from your girlfriends, as well as if you feel like you're overwhelmed and you want to date and you don't know where to start, get a dating coach, take on a matchmaker because this is your, this is your future love work and your love, your happiness we're talking about. So yeah. definitely don't be afraid to invest in that time-wise or finance-wise. Yeah, absolutely. I think the advice of the gut instinct is so important. Mm -hmm. And I personally use that for everything in life. Oh, it's yeah. almost, if me and my guts don't agree, I miss information, either pro or con, <laughs> you know, like, and it, it becomes something that can really cultivate, right? So I think it's so important and very much like you said, having the second set of eyes, I think something that happens, especially when we're talking about the big three, like, you know, relationship, finances, and sometimes even career, like mm -hmm. money making and those things. Yeah, we tend to go to towards fantasy sometimes a little bit, right? Like if something, you know, we're really seeking that love connection yeah. and something beautiful happens. So we've seen like even in a lot of documentaries that are out there about those oh, types it. of situations yeah talking like, usually about very intelligent successful women right because i think we yeah. crave that fantasy that sometimes it, it kind of mm -hmm. like over kind of compensates our you know red flag absolutely so, oh my god no that's it's that's such a wonderful observation and and absolutely and so i like to call it i'm not I'm I'm not the I don't know if I'm the most eloquent person, but I like to call it <laughs> some of us women, even as smart women, we get digmatized. So um, and there's this and it is sometimes even if we are smart, there's this part of us that we kind of fall into what I call like the Disney princess syndrome that, mm -hmm. oh, this is my finally, this is my happily ever after. Oh, this, you know, this this man is coming to save me. Um, and something that I would actually I would actually offer if women do want to go on dating apps completely avoid any person who has pictures in front of a jet in a private <laughs> jet yes in the front of a fancy car on a yacht at the club yeah. in Miami any of those things are they are either going to be scams or frankly you are a grown-ass woman who deserves a king who deserves a wonderful man who's going to be secure who's going to take care of you not a party boy ladies yeah. We're done with that. That would have been okay when you were 21. But so that is something I would offer as well, that if you were to see somebody who was just kind of driving a Maserati, 
you probably think, well, I don't, I don't think that guy probably invests wisely. He's probably a cryptocurrency guy. So follow, like copy and paste that same mentality if you do want to date online as as, mm. as as well that usually kind of the old age i think you know my my grandmother and my mother would always say this if it's too if it sounds too good to be true <laughs> it probably is and so yeah. but then you you can fantasize it's fine but then just don't don't let that take you away to a place that is unsafe or is going to cause you unnecessary heartbreak yeah absolutely no, that's great and back to the more organic type of dating and relationships yeah where would somebody start if they're saying okay i'm not comfortable with the apps like i wouldn't be for example that would not be oh, my sure. number one choice <laughs> you know right uh, where would they start on a more organic way of meeting people yes so i just get so excited about this question because i have had clients say well i'm just gonna go where i know there's all a whole bunch of men i'm gonna go where men clearly outnumber women and so i had a i had a client who she was in her 50s. She was fabulous. She was um, like a public relations queen. And during one of our sessions, she said, I had a terrible weekend. And I, I said, well, well, why is that? She's like, I spent the whole weekend doing civil war walks. So these historical walks. And I said, well, I didn't, I didn't know you were a fan of history. You know, I knew you were a talented artist. You were a talented writer. But I'm like, I didn't know you were, you know, a, a prof- you know, a, you liked history. And she's like, I don't. But I just assumed I would go there because I knew there would be more men there. But it was so boring and all the men were 85. <laughs> and so I tell this I tell this silly story because of this. If you are trying to meet men and make connections and all of that organically, yes, you want to be where there are good. So maybe you're not going to find that at your book club. Maybe you're not going to find that at your ladies yoga class. But here's where you are going to find it. You want to think of the intersection of what are the things that you are interested in? What are the passions that you love? What are the hobbies or kind of the things that you like to do already? Or maybe the things that maybe because you've been busy, you haven't really had the opportunity to do. So you take that and then you take what of those places that I already love being in that make me feel great. What are those places actually have a chance of having a having men, having single men there? And where those two can coincide yeah like the boolean logic circles from like when we were little and when we were being taught the boolean logic Mm -hmm. whatever is the intersection and the overlap of those two places is the best place for you to start now i know everybody every woman's got different interests and things like that so that is going to be different for every woman that is why as a coach i don't necessarily like to say we'll go just put out a list to everybody because everybody's going to have a very kind of unique but for women who are trying to who want to do it themselves and who want to kind of figure this out independently without coaching or anything like that that is kind of the advice that i would give you find out what you love what makes you happy what makes your heart sing even if you haven't been doing it for a while go do it and that is where you practice and then also going into think Oh, I'm not going to go to, you know, let's say you love old classic cars. I, you know, I'm my father's daughter. I love old classic cars, Juliana. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to like an old classic car show, I am not going in there being like, oh, I'm going to find a boyfriend. But what I am going to go in there is let me talk to three people. Let me practice talking to three men there. Because mm-hmm. then what we want to do is to start, it's almost like if somebody hasn't worked out in a while, when they go to the gym, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to just go the fastest on the treadmill or they're not going to try to go and do the heaviest weight. No, you are going to start incrementally so you can build that muscle. So you can build that confidence. 
going out, approaching, talking to people, making those connections is the exact same type of framework. Going to a place and then just challenging yourself or even incentivizing yourself. I vow to go and approach and talk to three men who I feel like I'm attracted. That's all. doesn't matter if they're married. It doesn't matter if any of that because you're just practicing. And then little by little, as you do that, you're going to, your confidence is going to increase because you're doing things that you love, that you're interested in, that make your heart sing. And your social skills, which a lot of us lost during COVID, to be honest, those are going to come back. And so that is, I think, for women who do want to put their, their, you know, toes in the, um, the dating pool, they know they don't want to do it online, but they know they want to do something. Those I think are the really first solid steps that I would, I would advise, advise the ladies listening to this to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Because then you're also looking and potentially finding somebody with similar interests, right? Which, which is, is kind of like fun. the basis mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. which is great. And I also find like from hearing you speak that it's a lot of times say like, what do you put your attention into? It grows, right? It's almost like now you have this like little antenna that's kind of receptive, right? To finding yeah. a resonance with someone mm-hmm. else. And I love you to set about baby steps. Like we're not going to the gym and lifting like a hundred pounds because that's not possible, yeah. but just getting back in that comfort zone. Right. Um, I do have a question for you that um, I don't know if it's like a, a big question or a small question. I'll let you decide, but what is your take or professional opinion on the idea of finding the one? Do you believe in it? Do you think that that is not a thing? Like what is your take on it? Oh, this is, I, I love this question. So I think the first, well, I'm never going to give you like a short yes or no answer. So I would offer if women, because there is a lot of literature about that, right? You know, calling in the one, finding the one. So here's the thing. The one can be, there are literally multitudes. This is, this. what is the world right now has what about 8 billion people? So to think that there's only one one person for you, that's why are you why are you putting those terrible odds? The odds are definitely not in your favor if you go in with that mentality. But as a dating coach and as someone who has helped women who have not dated in a while or have recovered from heartbreak or whatnot, actually learn how to date successfully, what I kind of like to impart and kind of the idea that I I like to share with my clients is that what what does it look like? There's two things. What does it look like? How do you become the incredible person that you want to date? So you have to first date yourself. And if you have shortcomings or if you have things and you have bad habits and you have things that you know that you need to change, work on those first. Because what I don't want my women doing and I don't want the lovely ladies listening to here doing is what I call deficit dating. If you're, if you know that you still have trauma, if you know that you're still dealing with stuff and you haven't gone to a therapy, you haven't worked with the coach, you haven't done the reading, you haven't worked on yourself, but then you just go out thinking that, well, I can act poorly and I can act anxiously and I can act from an insecure environment, but then, oh, the perfect man is going to be okay with that. No, that's not fair. You wouldn't put up with, with a, you wouldn't put up with a man who acts poorly to you. So you, you can't do that for yourself either. So First of all, you need to become the one. That sounds very kind of hippie, but <laughs> you need to become the person that you want to date, that you would like to date. You need to become the perfect partner for you. You need to prioritize yourself. You need to learn how to say no. You need to set healthy boundaries. You need to learn to take care of yourself. Then you're in a place that's ready to date. But if you're tired or haggard or stressed and not taking care of yourself, you're not in a place to date because you're only going to attract men who are just not going to be good for you. So once you have that, then 
what I like to, what I teach my clients is getting very, very grounded on what your non-negotiables are. Yeah. And it's not, oh, he drives a fast car or he's six foot two or anything like that, but getting very, very crystallized on what your three to five non-negotiables are. And I have a patented system where I walk through my, I walk with my clients through all of that to get very, very clear on what those are. Then we go out and date. And if you start dating men, and I always advocate, you know, date a couple of men at a time because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, but you're only dating men who fit all your non-negotiables. Then you actually have kind of a variety of men who could be the one because there's not the one, but there is someone who is the most compatible with you. Right. Because it's not the one, you know, if the one snores or the one is terrible with his money, mm -hmm. the one is not the one. But we look at compatibility. And so that is that was definitely kind of a long-winded answer to what do you think about the one? I guess my short answer on that is the one doesn't exist. But if you put yourself in a place and you're very confident in your standards and your non-negotiables, you will attract incredible men who are compatible and secure and masculine and will will treat you like the incredible woman that you are. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey there. Are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight but keep self-sabotaging your progress? If you are tired of all the all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today and I promise you, it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good, which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore. And I will also show you which hormones play a big role and wait to release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value-packed masterclass, and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step -step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body. And of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass or just send me a dm on instagram for the link at naturally.joyous so again it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training i feel that you know i'm very much like agree with that idea and even looking at my life and my husband that he has been my one right oh yeah but searching for him was never what I was after. Like, what is the one? I think it just yeah. puts such an enormous amount of pressure, right? That it, I think yeah. it's just not a very healthy mindset to start from. And we right. have grown so much as people, as mm -hmm. a couple, right? That like mm -hmm. you said, like, it's kind of like part of the journey. And I think everything in life is a matter of compromise, right? Give or yeah. take. And I think it's yeah. asking yourself, what are you willing to pay in terms of effort? Like you said, investments, a time, attention, intention, versus what it went out of it. And I think a lot of that clarity mm -hmm. is important in what I do, what you do, and how serious, right? Um, but I think anytime that we idolize, and I think there's a lot of that in the relationship space, right? Like right. you said, like attracting the one and so on, it almost right. becomes this mystical thing that can be discouraging for some women because it feels like 
this impossible, you know, Absolutely. experiment. So. Oh my God. No, it's so true. And I think that a lot of times incredible, smart, high achieving women who end up kind of getting swindled, you know, we think of the Tinder swindler. All yeah. of women were incredible. And I think they were looking for the one because I think there was this like unrealistic expectation of this person is going to be perfect. What I think is the gift of wisdom and the gift of age and the gift of being 40 and, and 40 and better is I see, especially with my clients, is they are not so much interested in the one anymore because they they've had a relationship or two under their belt. They know that things change with partners. They know that, you know, somebody who might have been perfect for them at the age of, you know, 25 is no longer because you've grown apart. And so right. I think for me, and also working with women who are in relationships, what I love doing and what I love helping my clients with as well is focusing on the communication and the compatibility. So if you find someone who is great, who fits all your criteria, you know, who, who fits your, you know, your non-negotiables, your real heart-centered non-negotiables, then understanding that the beginning of that relationship and even the marriage, that's just the starting point. Yeah. Because then it is going to be figuring out the compatibility and the compromise and the communication to continue to have that healthy relationship. But finding that healthy relationship, that is just the beginning. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's always a journey. It is that you being married for 17 years, like I know you can completely, um, you know, completely uh, re relate to that. Yeah. And even looking at our communication skills, like mm -hmm. I've spent many, many years in my career studying human behavior and bringing a lot of those pieces of knowledge into my relationships. So my husband and I have now an incredible ability to navigate conflict and problems and get to a resolution in minutes, right? Whereas before, even 10 years ago, it would take us mm -hmm. hours, mostly because of my love for talking things through, you know, like to the end degree, not so much his, you know, initial preference. But now he actually volunteers sometimes. Let's just talk through this. Let's just resolve it. And yeah. it's so much quicker and efficient. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of the blame and the guilt and all those things because we've evolved together. But I think like the early stages is important too, right? Because it's knowing mm -hmm. who we are, our values. And like you said, the compatibility that can lead to great communication at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I have one final question for you before of I course. ask you where people can find you. Of course. So what would you say, you know, what are the top two to three mistakes that women wanting to date again after 40 that you recommend them to avoid or at least be aware of? Okay. I love this so much because I see my clients making this, even though they're all these incredible women. So the first one you and I talked about a little bit, but I have to repeat it again because mm -hmm. it's like ah so so mm -hmm. so accurate is one of the mistakes relying too heavily on online dating apps so yeah. that is that is the number one that i like like i like to say use it you can diversify but if you rely solely on that that is when you get cynical that's when you want to give up on love so that is the first mistake and the easiest solution to that is diversify and if you want to learn a little bit more how to do that, definitely, you know, that is a, that is a field that I can help you in. So that is one of the first mistakes. Mm -hmm. Second mistake, I think, is giving up too easily. So, and I see this, I see mm. this a lot that, and that usually comes from the reliance on the the, uh, the dating apps that I'll have clients who will feel hopeful and they'll, they'll download whatever dating app they, they, that they heard on Instagram works. And so 
they might do that and they might only, you know, they might be on it swiping right, swiping left, doing it at bed, doing it while they're on the toilet, whatever. And they're just not, they're not finding like the quality men. And so then they think, oh, that must mean I'm not good at dating because I'm not finding, I'm not finding quality men. And then they give up easily. Mm -hmm. And so when they haven't even started on the beautiful array of wonderful ways that they connect. So those I think are the, those are the top two. And then I think for me as well, one of the biggest things that I see is women think that they have to do this themselves, that they have to be alone in this journey. And I understand as someone who, who was trying to date, you know, in her, in, in her forties as well, and who was remarried in her forties, I, I experienced that too. And so I think that we sometimes feel when we are dating at this age, a sense of isolation and a sense of shame and a sense of, well, I have to do this myself. And so doing that puts this burden on you that is just not, it's not, it's not worth it. And you don't, it's yeah. completely unnecessary. And so that third mistake I think of, instead of trying to do it yourself, is to ask for help, yeah. is to go and, and, and work with specialists. Kind of like we as women, we, we don't cut our own hair. Well, most of us don't. We don't cut our own <laughs> hair. We don't dye our own hair. We have a stylist that we love who can help us. There's that. You know, we don't do our own pap smears. We go to a doctor <laughs> who has been to medical school for that. And so it is kind of that idea of, or, you know, if we wanted, you know, if we want to build our core, we don't, a lot of us will actually go and invest in a Pilates class or a Pilates instructor to go with someone who can help us and kind of speed up the timeline of recovery or beautiful hair or any of those things. Dating finding love, experiencing healthy love is the same damn thing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it alone. Hire a coach, hire a matchmaker, go to somebody who has a certification and a proven track record, who is going to help collapse that timeline for you. So you don't become cynical. You don't become bitter, especially when finding love at 40 and beyond is something that you want. Invest in that because you know what? You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the three mistakes I would yeah. I would say that I see most often. That's awesome. And um, just one quick thing about this last point that you made that I find that one of the main reasons I thought it would be a wonderful guest for the podcast is the women that are starting again, let's just say after 40 mm -hmm. or better, like yeah. you say, the advice needed is different, right? Like it's oh, not just yeah. any coach out there that's primarily looking at the online space and so on. And I think I love that you specialize in this because mm -hmm. the problems and the fears and the, you know, mindset hurdles are very different at this phase in life. So I love that that is what you do and the women that you help specifically. So in that note, tell us where they can find you if they want to learn more from you or potentially yeah. even work with you as their guide and coach on this journey. Well, absolutely. So I think the first thing to do is I would invite all the ladies who are listening to go to my website. That is the best starting point. So that is MarthaBodyFelt.com. M-A-R-T-H-A, B like Bravo, O, D like Doggy, Y, F like Box, E-L-T like Tomato, dot com. And if you go there, I actually have a wonderful freebie if you, if you sign up. And that freebie is where to hell where the hell to start if you haven't start if you haven't dated in decades and so that is a wonderful kind of step-by-step -step, uh worksheet that or guide that is going to help you figure out what is the next best step for you so i'd love to give you that freebie so stop on by marthabodyfelt.com to to pick that up then 
join my free Facebook group. I know nobody likes Facebook, but you know what? <laughs> Ignore the rest of Facebook and come on over to join my exclusive <laughs> private group that is solely for women, daily free training, discussions, wonderful camaraderie with other incredible women like you. If you're on Facebook, you can go to Empowered Dating for Women. And come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> we have a place for you. Take a seat with us and pour yourself a glass of wine. Then follow me at Martha, uh, just at Martha Bodyfelt on Instagram. And um, in addition to that, I am actually going to be launching in August my iteration of my exclusive small group program called Ready for Love that helps women who know they want love, but they're not really sure where to start again, get the clarity, the connection, and the confidence that they deserve to date on their own terms at this point in their in their uh, in their lives. So I'm going to have those those show notes. I think are probably going to be um, yeah. at the um, at the end of the um, the episode. So you guys can just take a look. And I I'd, I'd love to have you in that group because I know you're going to excel in it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And I hope everybody gets the freebie. That is such exciting stuff. And thank you so much for your time Art, being on the on the podcast and sharing your wisdom with us. It's much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.